The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to part two of the things you need to know before listing, listing your home. And whether it is with you or a senior loved one or just a general person that's interested in and selling, we are here with CEO and founder of Sash Services Home Sales and Rebecca Bowman. Welcome back to part two. Thank you. It's so good to be here with you, Suzanne. In part one, we talked about uh, the first thing is trying to pack up as much of the house as you can before photos are taken. And then also to try to sell a few things around the house so you can pay for helpers to come to get the house ready for sale. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be out of pocket expenses. So I'm going to go into some more of the cosmetic kinds of things that can be done now. Now that we have a little pocket money from selling off a few things Mm -hmm. in the home. So the third tip, and these are all low budget ways to get a house ready for market is take down the heavy drapes and window coverings. And I know they were so beautiful when they were purchased, you know, a couple decades ago and all of the heavy blinds and drapes. And when you're living in the home, it provides privacy. It's very practical. But when you put a home on the market, We want all of those to be opened. We want natural light to come into the home. We want to show off the view. We want to allow all that light. And the natural light makes the home feel bigger. It makes each room feel bigger. Mm -hmm. And it makes it feel more cheerful and welcoming and inviting. So um, it also brings the outdoors in. It brings the outdoors in. Wonderful thing, especially if you're listing in the spring. You know, you're having this wonderful, you know, greenery out outside. That's a good thing. One of the things we do with every home that we renovate and we've renovated about 300 is we do take all those heavy window coverings down and it makes such a big difference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The next tip number four is this is a real quick and short, easy one, but be careful on the ladders, have someone else do it is swap out all of those burned out bulbs and the low wattage bulbs around the house for nice new bright ones. And this seems like such a small thing, but I've been into so many homes where there's a dark hallway, a dark closet, a room they haven't Mm -hmm. had a light in for a couple of years. um, And they go, well, we, we just kind of turn this on or that we want to bring lots of light in some natural light from taking drapes down and then lots of lamp light for the evening Mm -hmm. when the clients, the buyers are walking through the home and it's evening out Um, at least 60 watt in the bulbs and just go through every room in the house and make sure every single one is well lit, lots of lamps and everything to make it shiny and cheerful and welcoming. Mm-hmm. The good, next good tip, one. yep, is this is number five. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever been in um, a sweet family member's home that proudly hangs every picture on every wall. And, uh, you know, when you come and visit, oh, it's so endearing. There's 40 or 60 pictures of the family from the last seven decades. Just my mother's bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, they're basically a place of honor. You know, if you're on this wall, you matter to them and it's chronicling the family history. It's chronicling, Mm -hmm. you know, all the people that were important to, to your loved one or to you. 
And so this is tough. It's delicate to ask people to take the family photos down. But when buyers are looking at these photos online, they feel like they're intruding on your space if your family photos are everywhere. It's harder for them to imagine it being their home. And so I say pick two or three per room, two or three of your favorite pieces of art or Mm -hmm. wall hanging and then pack up the rest. So the walls are a little bit cleaner, decluttered, and uh, it makes a big difference, of course, making the rooms look bigger and and letting the buyers imagine it as their own space. Um, And that can be a little bit delicate. Yeah, but necessary for sure. Yeah, or maybe it's not photos, it's a cross-stitch collection. Mm -hmm. Um, I've sold a number of homes where the, the senior loved one painted their own art they the whole home is full of gorgeous paintings that they put up and you think oh you just want to display it it's so it's such a part of them and their personality um and so pick the best two or three and and keep those up in so segue how do you um how do you address these kind of issues with with seniors i i know that there's a, it's got to be a very delicate um you know subject. Yeah. So the first thing is to acknowledge to the senior loved one, to the homeowner, how special their home is, Mm -hmm. how special everything is that they've hung to complement what they've done with the home, the art that they've hung, all the Mm -hmm. photos, and really acknowledge that this is their happy place. um, And they've done such a beautiful job in the home. And then to say, you know, when we sell, we're going to have to take all of these down eventually we're not going to leave all these photos up for the buyer right but we're going to take a few down now so that we can just allow the buyer to imagine their own family photos on the wall and I try to blame everything on the buyer that's one of my tricks well the buyer's going to expect this Mm -hmm. and buyers are hoping for that and it kind of takes being the bad guy away from that adult uh, daughter or son who's trying to walk mom through it well and that's the thing because especially with um you know, uh, parents and children, there is that dynamic. Um, so uh, that's why I asked that question. And I often tell that was, it's such a good question, Suzanne, because this whole conversation is delicate. And sometimes mm-hmm. mom or dad is. is feeling very emotional, very resentful, angry at their son or daughter. Mm-hmm. And I always say to the son or daughter, you know, take yourself out of the, the, the role of the bad guy. Sure by bringing in other professionals to do as much work as possible back to the garage sale to pay for it so that you're not the one telling mom, you can't take seven lamps to your one bedroom apartment, you know, let the downsizer do that. Mm -hmm. Let other people come in and do that. And your mom or dad is likely to be listening to that professional more. And then you can just be the son or daughter who's there supporting mom or dad through this. You know, and Rebecca, I did the I did the worst thing in the world. As long as we're talking about, you know, personal possessions, I decided when I moved my mother um, into assisted living that I would surprise her with new furniture. Oh, that was the wrong intention to do. (laughs) It sounded like such a good idea though. I gave her a new love seat and a new hat and a new, um, a chair because she had a couch sectional or a couch and a love seat combo. Um, and, um, 
I, you know, she had it on her list to pack up, but what we did do, which by the way, I just, we, we rented the um, guest apartment at her new community Okay. in advance. So what ended up happening was she thought that that couch and love seat would be coming with her. And she walks into a new, new apartment, um, you know, that day that she left her old house to move into assisted living and here's this new furniture did not go over well. Oh, I'm so sorry, Suzanne, because I know your heart was really into it and you had Mm -hmm. really good intentions. I did. Um, and all they want is what's familiar. I moved a client out of a home that I ended up selling for $500,000 and Suzanne, I kid you not. She took the furniture with her to her brand new house. We had it built her brand new house with duct tape all over the furniture. I believe she was happy as a clam with her duct taped furniture in her brand new house. And Mm -hmm. it's like, this is what you want. You can have anything you want. Absolutely. (laughs) I learned the hard way, but I had to throw that in. Oh gosh. uh, You know, this was in my uh, years of taking care of mom. It's like, this was like in 2006 and I will say, you know, I totally just blew it, but I didn't mean to. It was a good intention. So to families, understand that there is an emotional attachment to things. And I think sometimes we forget that. Yes, we do. I'll just do one more tip here in this segment. And that is uh, do a professional deep cleaning. And when I say professional, let a professional do it. Don't do it. Don't be overwhelmed by how big that task is, but that professional needs to come in and do everything. The tops Mm -hmm. of the ceiling fan blades, the tops of doorways, the window sills back in the corners of closets, because fires look everywhere and it feels really good to have a really sparkly clean house and having a professional come in and do that doesn't mean the house was dirty. It just means it's been given a whole once over and by the professionals who do it for a living. And there's a good chance they can get on their knees and get behind chairs and fridges Mm -hmm. the way that, you know, a senior loved one might not be able to. The house feels good. It smells good. And that deep cleaning with the open windows and Mm -hmm. the clean windows without drapes on them makes a huge difference. Well, and Um, even little things like your, uh, your blinds, you know, which is, uh, you never realize, think about those things that get, you know, dusty and grimy and things like that. Yep. Um, those things are all, you know, really important. They sure well. are. Yep. Yeah. So a yeah. solid deep clean. <laughs> well, you know, that's, a, that's a lot to be said. And certainly, um, that goes without saying, I'm sure the outdoors too. We're going to get to that. Oh, you're going to get to the outdoors. Cause yep. I was going to say, there's a lot of things you're going to do outdoors, but, yes. um, in the meantime, uh, Rebecca, I'm going to ask you two things. Number one, um, I'm going to talk about what areas that SASH services, um, serves. And then if somebody's from another state, how, how, you know, what's the advantage of calling you? Can you connect them? Absolutely. So we serve most of the Western Washington area here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, People can still get a lot of great information from our website at sashservices.com. And yes, if they call us, we can certainly help uh, steer them to a qualified professional in their area to help them through this. Well, and that's what's most important because we are here to help all of you, all of these families that are making these big transitions right now. And, you know, in the meantime, uh, I'm going to repeat it one more time. You can reach Rebecca at 
www.sash, S like Sam, A-S-H, services with an S.com. And Rebecca will be right back for segment three on her top 12 tips right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.